Keep this frequency clear. Don't touch that dial. Are we on the air? Yes, you are. Shush, 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 shush. With all the modern pace of today's exciting radio. Now, the struggle between good and evil goes on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my underground lair. Do not attempt to adjust your dial. I'm transmitting live with the hardcore style. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Shauna, Shauna, and for your further listening pleasure, time to lay down some serious sound. Watch your bass bins, I'm telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Shauna and Lala. Check us out at shaunaandlala.com. On Facebook at facebook.com slash shaunaandlala. Check me out at facebook.com slash thelalamarine. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Shauna and Lala and on YouTube at Shauna and Lala and on TikTok at Shauna and Lala. I think we covered it all. <laughs> it's too many. Too many social media pages. There should be one page for everything. Yeah. And it should just all be right there. I guess that's what the website is for, though. Yeah, true. It has been a hot, hot week again. I'm um, not complaining, though, because I love it. I know. I don't. Winter will be here before you know it. And I'm so tired of people complaining about the heat. And the, Well... I shouldn't say that. The people who complain about the snow and being cold, I do not want to see them complaining about the heat. I understand some people do not like heat at all, and that's fine. You can complain, but the people who are like, they're never happy in any season, like, no. (laughs) I will take the heat any day over winter. I cannot. I I do not like the cold. Yeah, me neither. I absolutely hate the cold weather. I am a beach person. I love the beach. I love the warm weather. Laying out in the sun is my thing. Yeah. I cannot wait to move out of New York and move down south. You know, we're looking at Nashville, but my mom, you know, now is thinking about South Carolina. I still say Nashville because you still get the four seasons. Yeah. But your winters aren't as bad. That's true. I love South Carolina. Um I mean, you, you can go to different parts of South Carolina and get totally different weather. So, and there is parts of it that's kind of like really like up here, you know. So, and North Carolina is the same, but North Carolina is more like here with the with the bad winters. But yeah, South is the way to go for me because I do not want to have to deal with snow. If I want to see snow, I'll come up for vacation, but I don't want to have to worry about it or deal with it on a daily or weekly basis in the winter. No, not for me. Yeah, exactly. It's not for me either. And I just, I'm counting down the months, I guess you could say, until my mom retires and we could get the hell out of New York. Yes. I know. I have five years left to decide where we're going. So we're going to start retirement shopping soon. Every year we're going to go to a different spot and see where we want to end up. You know, Florida's on the list. South Carolina's on the list. Um, Even North Carolina. And then out west, if not that I want to end up there, but we'll see how the world's going. Is That's what me and my husband say. If the world's gone crazy as it seems to be, then we do not want to be near a million people. We want to go out away from everybody. So yeah. we'll have to see where we are in five to six years. Are you thinking Arizona? 
No, I, I told him I don't want to do desert. Um, I if if we do anything, I prefer I want to be five to ten minutes away from a beach. That's my goal. But like I said, if the world's crazy, then I'm we're thinking like Montana, Wyoming, out that way where we're in the mountains. Um, you can kind of have like a self-sustaining land there, you know, you have water, you have the woods, you have, so that's where we would head if it seems like things are just getting out of control Yeah. in this, because Florida, you really can't get away from it. It's all cities pretty much, unless you're in the Everglades and I mean, South Carolina, North Carolina, you can find some nice hidden gems and out in the mountains and woods. So, you know, that's an option too. So, well, we're going to keep looking yeah. both of us and try and figure out a spot and uh, if our listeners are from any parts of those states let us know what your favorite area is so we could check it out but last week you were on a total rant about electronics <sighs> i know and like i really wanted to i had a a friend stopped me and talked to me about it and I wanted to like clarify a few things like they were upset that I called it a form of abuse and I kind of wanted to touch on that a little I don't mean like when I said abuse I meant like a neglect thing because basically yeah you she said well if you want the kids to play outside for hours isn't that neglect and I'm like I get that, but what I meant with neglect is you're giving them a harmful device where they can reach strangers or strangers are watching them, like we were talking about TikTok and the pedophiles on there and the sex trafficking. So by you giving your child that gateway to that, that's what I meant by neglect. You're putting them in danger by allowing them to sit on this and post kind of, you know, a little bit too grown up kind of dance moves or outfits on these these social media sites so it is a form of putting your child in danger i feel and the neglect part comes to yeah because you're handing them this device and you're like leave me alone at least when we were kids and our parents said leave me alone we were outside we were exploring we were using our brains we were using our imaginations we were out in the sun getting vitamin d we were using our muscles and exercising we were doing things that were beneficial to us by playing outside and doing stuff like that or playing board games but these these tablets they lack all that you know other than maybe a learning game that they learn yeah great but in the meantime you're hurting their eyes um it's not good for them to sit hunched over like that so there's a lot of negatives so i just wanted to kind of clear that up because that was brought to my attention like hey well neglect is the same thing if you're telling the kid hey get get out of my hair and go play in outside for five hours you know and I was just trying to say there is a difference between the gateway to those dangers out there versus being out in nature or out in the yard or doing some kind of activity. Right. Yeah, I mean, I get where they're coming from. Yeah, I mean, parents, when I was a kid, they wanted to be left alone, too. And, okay, go outside. And I'd go outside and I'd play. But, again, I'd much rather that than handing my kid a device to sit in the room on a beautiful day, you know? It'll be beautiful out, and these kids are inside. They're on their tablets, on their games, you know? Like, I don't know. Just, it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, I, I don't agree with it either, like I said last week. Um, we did get a comment on Instagram. One of the, our listeners said that it's the easy way out for parents. Uh-huh. But... You don't know their what their circumstances are, so, you know, you can't really judge them by that decision. You know, and I, I appreciate 
I appreciate your comment and your viewpoint on that. And I agree, you don't know what people's situations are, but it seems to be the situation daily for these parents. Like I said, I have used a tablet or an electronic in situations where I needed when I was having a major health crisis going on. I was at a doctor and I needed my son to stay calm and not know what was going on and to be, I handed him that. That's a situation. Um, we were on a long airplane flight and the TV wasn't working. So, of course, I'm, my child, he needs something to entertain him. I didn't bring much of anything. There's a situation. But these these situations that we're saying not, not to judge, it seems like a daily situation for these parents. And then they use that excuse. You don't know my situation, so you can't judge me. What's your situation? What is it that you don't have time to spend with your kid? You, you know, or you want them out of your hair every single day of their lives. Like that doesn't, that's not a situation. I feel like situations are temporary and right. what this has become is permanent for these households. And I see it all the time. I told you the other day, a conversation with someone, they didn't even hear the, the podcast and it was like everything I was talking about in the podcast. And I'm like, this, this is a problem. This is a problem in our country and probably other ones. Like this is not temporary. It's a permanent daily thing that parents allow to happen in their homes and that's where it becomes a problem yeah you know i agree um and you know i bet that parent doesn't even work uh yeah they, well the parent that was talking to me you know they have jobs but it's more of parents they don't again they don't want to deal with it and i i guess i'll tell you the conversation that was had the parent was saying to me and again they did not hear the podcast they don't have social media the parents. So they, the parents said to me that they prefer, I said, where are the kids? Oh, they're upstairs on the tablet. Now it was a beautiful day, not too hot, not whatever. They're upstairs on their tablets. And I said, oh, I would have them outside. I made a joke. Oh, I don't want to be bothered. You know, then they're bothering me. Um, and then they said it, how they, they fight all the time. They're really bad to each other. They're mean to each other. They fight and they can't, the parents can't handle it. And so we just let them play on the tablets. So they leave each other alone and they leave us alone. And I'm like, oh, that's that shouldn't be the case, I said, because that if they're doing something bad, then it should be taken away, you know, or punishment. Yeah. And the person said back to me and it was like they said exactly what I said on the podcast the other day. They said, no, because if we take it away, then they're then they're bothering us. So we can't win. And I said, what do you mean you can't win? He's like. If we take the tablet away from them when they're bad, then they're just going to annoy us and bother us. So it's better we just let them have the tablet. And I'm just sitting there like, I like I like this person, you know, and I'm not going to be mean, but I'm like, this is the problem. And people don't see that as a problem. And I'm going to judge because that that's why we're raising this generation of of entitled kids or they don't, there's no punishment there. It's just, oh, leave me alone. I don't care. Here you go. Stay away from me. Yep. And I'm I'm sorry I have to judge on that because that's not right. And we should we should be able to judge bad behavior. And I feel like our the way society is heading is like we have to turn our heads to everything bad. Oh, don't judge, don't judge, don't judge. But we need that. We kind of need a little bit of judgment in society to keep us on the right path because we're not on the right path right now. No, you know? we're not. You know, and it's I feel like it's parents these you know our generation that is like screwing up the kids these days yeah you know i was at a barbecue and a kid was 
you know, throwing a tantrum. And the parent said, you know, they wanted to go down in the water slide on the pool. And, you know, the parents were ready to leave. And, you know, the kid threw a tantrum. And, mm-hmm. and that's um, normal. That's natural. Yeah, they let him go down and the kid, the kid was there for another half hour. <laughs> you know, because... They didn't want to listen. The they parents didn't want to step in and be like, get the hell out. Exactly. <laughs> like my mom or dad would have grabbed me by my arm, like get in the car. <laughs> exactly. But you yeah, know, you and, see it. And then I saw it right there, you know, clear the kids as day. Rule, the kids rule. The kids rule the house. The house. You know? that's, that's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. You know, yeah. I, I will say, you know, my cousin the other day, he said, we were at the same barbecue together, and my cousin said to his son, if you're thirsty, you could have water. You've had enough juice and enough soda. He said, you're having water. And, you know, the kid threw a tantrum, and not like a tantrum, but he's like, oh, dad, you know. Yeah. And uh, my cousin was like, no, you've had enough. So he turned his back, and the kid went and got a juice. <gasps> and his sister, of course, was like, grandma, uh, he's not allowed to have that. Daddy said no. And, oh, my you know, God. So she was tattling on the brother, yeah. and it was just, it was cute, but it was like, all right, like... It's not cute, because there's no, that's another sign of lack of respect for parents nowadays. Uh, I always say to my husband, we we either go from one, we go from one extreme to the next, when there's never no middle ground. Yeah. So a lot of, maybe our generation, or the, before us a little bit, our parents were a little too much. You know, they, they hit us, or you got beat, or you were... Afraid of your parents, and that's not right either. But we shouldn't go all the way from being fearful to no respect at all, no fear of your parents at all, and you're running the whole the household as a kid. Yeah, we went from one extreme to that, and that's not good. We have to be in the middle where it's like respect your parent, have a little bit of a fear of them, where you're like, oh, I shouldn't do this because I'm going to get in trouble or I'm going to upset mommy and daddy. They kids definitely need that in them. Oh, yeah. But there's none of that. There's none of it. Or no. I shouldn't say none. There's, I mean, there are probably parents who do it, but for the most part, I see is these kids are running the show. Yeah. I mean, I know my cousin is quite strict. Um, yeah. You know, my aunt was strict growing up. I know for a fact. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, he, you know, he took care of the situation. I don't know if he let him have the juice. It was the lack of, he wasn't afraid, the kid, right? No. Yeah. No. So, I, I mean, we all did stuff like that as a kid. I'm not going to say we did it. We're like, we snuck something. But oh, yeah. based on your story, it seemed like he wasn't even afraid, he, right? Yeah, he wasn't faced. He was like, nah, I don't care. I'm going to do this anyway. <laughs> if yeah. I snuck something as a kid, I did it because that's what kids do. But I was a, I was like, shh, shh, crap. You know, I don't want mommy and daddy to see that I'm doing this. I know it's wrong. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's, that's the difference. You know, but I also think, you know, he knew we're at a party. Yeah. Dad's not going to embarrass me. Yeah, dad's, you know, you know, somewhere else or dealing with other things. Yeah, yeah. The kids are smart. They know when the good one's a good time. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kids aren't stupid. No. They could be very manipulative. Oh, yeah. But, but they say that they're not. I see the new thing is kids are not manipulative. Kids are not manipulative. <laughs> but they kind of are, you know, and that's fine. That's learning and growing, but... We can't say that they're not. I think every kid has a little bit of manipulation in yeah, that. Yeah, that's how we we test boundaries. That's what it helps us grow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there has to be boundaries there for them to test, though, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, it is so hot, I could just hope that the schools are putting in air conditioning. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to ever happen. <laughs> I, I mean, I the schools by me, they started putting in solar panels um, last year on top of the roof. So I'm wondering if that maybe will cut the cost of their electric bill and maybe they'll start putting ACs into the buildings, you know, because it'll be kind of semi free and i shouldn't say free but you know cheaper version yeah i just think like with all this tax money that you know we're all paying you know the homeowners it's just ridiculous you know i'm not in school anymore my mom shouldn't have to pay school taxes since i'm not in school i haven't been in school in yeah i don't know 15 years it's just it's getting ridiculous you know and what is the tax money really going to that's what i want to know all of our tax money that we're paying, it's got to be going to something. Oh, I know where it goes. It goes to the administration. Yeah. It doesn't go to the teachers. I mean, it doesn't really go to the kids. It goes to the administrators. Look at their look at what they get paid, and it's it's just insane to me. You know, I should look it up one day. It's it, got to be public information. It is public information, and it's just absolutely insane. Um. Uh, and the teachers are the ones who need it. They deal with most of the most of the crap from the kids. They're the ones teaching the kids. They're the ones molding the kids. And the administrators, yes, they deal with some a lot of stresses. But I I don't know. I don't think they should be paid as much as they do. Um, the teachers should get more of that and put it back into the school districts, not the the sports fields. Our our school districts always seems to put the tax money to the like athletic department. Yeah. Which is good in a way, but if you don't have ACs in your school, that should be a number one on the list. If you, your teachers aren't being paid enough, that should be number one. You want, we need SROs in these schools with all the craziness in the world. We need these officers. That's where the money should go. Not to the baseball field. That's good. You could still use it, but they just ripped up our whole baseball field at Geo School. And really, it was like, it looked perfectly fine to me. They, everyone was playing on it, so I'm like, did they really need to go to that? Come on. <laughs> no, but they needed to spend it somehow to yeah. show the government that, yeah, hey, we're using it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and use it for use it for AC. I mean, come on now. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were in school, I remember I was sweating, and, you know, I felt like I was going to pass out a few days. We were allowed water bottles, but they had to be kept in our lockers. Mm-hmm. You know, now I believe Gio could have his water bottle. I think so. At his desk. Um, As which, he gets older, that could change, though, you know, when they're in high school. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. My mom is part of a uh, elderly group, I guess it is. Um, you have to be, I think, like 65 and older to join. Oh, okay. <laughs> or at least <laughs> the like... The AARP in, group? <laughs> it it, it kind of is like that. Yeah. Um, and they go on these trips. My grandma is actually part of it. And um, they go on trips and all kinds of things. But our superintendent went to one of the meetings to talk to the elderly people there about raising taxes. Oh, my God. And my mom said she was like kind of like embarrassed to be there because the guy came and somebody else from the school district came and she's like, he had an Armani suit on. He showed up in a Lexus and he literally said to them, like, I need a raise. Yeah. And that's why, like, our, you know, the, the taxes are going to go up and whatever else for the school district. 
But then, you know, we're thinking COVID happened. This, the kids didn't go to school for that nope. whole year. They saved on gas. They saved on gas. They saved on, well, the buses still ran to deliver lunches to oh, really? kids that it had to be less needed. Right. And I'm thinking it's less. Because, I mean, I don't know if your school district's different. Ours had the food delivered to the school parking lot. No, they delivered it to the houses. Wow. Okay. Yeah, which was, that. I mean, convenient. Yeah. But on the same time, you know, why did every kid need a lunch? You know, I mean, and I guess it's the, like for... They gave it, you know, it was already in the budget, I guess. I don't, I know. don't know. Maybe. Um, you know, but you're not paying electric. You're not paying the heat and air conditioning. Yeah. Well, we can't even say air conditioning because they don't have it. But you're you're paying less money, obviously, because the kids aren't there. Yeah. Less maintenance, whatever else. Um, and they got money for COVID yep. for the state. So where did all that money go? Where did the money from last the past two years go? Why do you need to increase our taxes? It's ridiculous. Well, the budget passed and they increased the taxes again. Um, I'm not sure how much, but they increased it enough. And I think they should put in air conditioning in every school so that it's throughout the schools yeah. and the kids aren't passing out and fainting. Yeah, and the buses too. I mean, I know it's a big thing, but yeah, the buses I used they don't want to pass out on the bus. It was very, it was really horrible. Like it, and the temperatures get pretty hot in those buses and the hot air and. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I guess I remember it getting hot, but the, it's been like 98, 100 degrees here. And people are saying that it's, you know, it feels like it's Florida, you know? Like, that's what it feels like, the weather here. Yeah. My friend was talking to her in-laws the other day, and she was saying, like, how hot it is here, you know, in New York. And her mother-in-law was saying, like, oh, well, it's not as hot as it is here. And my friend's like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, it's pretty hot. It is. It is. It's getting... Things are changing, they're saying. Like, you know, it's getting hotter in New York. The water's changing. It's getting hot, warmer. So that's why more sharks are coming up here, too. I didn't even just know everything's that. Changing. Well, not here, but towards Long Island, towards the city, the ocean's out there. There was just another shark attack on Long Island, so... They're just, they're blaming it on, like, the, the temperature changes, so. The global warming. Whatever people want to say it is, but things are, you know, they're getting a little crazy. But yeah, it's hot. It's freaking hot. <laughs> things are, things are changing. You know, the winters aren't as cold and snowy. I mean, they're still cold, but. Not as snowy. We're not getting as much snow as we used to. I remember yeah. waking up, um, you know, mm -hmm. almost yearly on Christmas and it would be snowing. Or the, when we did get snow, it was up to our, you know, it was like three foot high, four foot high a lot when I moved up here. And now it's like, you maybe if you, if you get one storm that's about two foot high, you're like, wow, you know? Yeah, like that's a crazy it, storm. It's crazy. It, it is. You know, my friend from Tennessee, you know, she was born up here in New York. And in Tennessee, they would shut the schools down for like three or four inches. Yeah. That's and, how the South is. And shut down the roads, you know, because they couldn't handle it. And she would tell, like, her co-workers, like, you know, I'll be into work. <laughs> it's only three or four inches. And they're like, oh, my God, you know, they're how do you drive in that? <laughs> and she's like, I'm from New York. Things are totally different down South. The prices of everything are just skyrocketing. Between the taxes, the people, the government here, you know, politics, I should say here. It's, yeah, the crime 
get we're getting out we gotta get out the crime has gotten worse i will say that Mm -hmm. the gas prices obviously everybody knows about them yeah the crime is getting really really bad on july 4th we went to go look at the fireworks down the street and as we were driving we saw this man with a book bag on i got a bad sense and my mom's like you know you can't just call the cops with a guy wearing a book bag yeah she's like what are you gonna say and i'm like ma he's staring at that house you know and i'm like it's just creeping me out and i was yeah. like everything creeps you out you know and i'm <laughs> like no seriously so my mom's like on the way back if he's still there we'll call so i'm like ma you know like an hour later he's not gonna be there So, long story short, on our way back home, probably about 45 minutes later, we're driving home, and I was like, oh, I wonder if that guy is still going to be in the area. Well, all of a sudden, we see the whole road lit up. (laughs) Cop cars. They had the guy on the ground. Oh, my God. So, I don't know what happened, but they... They got the guy. I wonder what he was doing. Stalking someone, maybe? I don't know. I don't know if he was, like, trying to break in or thinking about it. I don't know. But um, it was just, like, and I said to my mom, I was like, see, I told you. I told you, to, you know, that we should have called. And she's like, well, maybe you're right. But, you know, you don't want to call for something you know, and I'm yeah, like, Mom, you sound judgy. Are you like a Karen? Like, oh, there's a, a man standing outside, and yeah, I get it. But it's... then, you know, like the one day I was young, I was probably, I don't know, it was after I graduated because I was working, and I was working an afternoon shift, so I went in at one o'clock. So I left my house around like twelve forty, really like twelve fifty, but I should have left at. <laughs> Like twelve thirty, twelve forty, mm-hmm. but I was getting ready for work and I heard door slam. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's somebody at my brother's house because he lives next door. Yeah. So I was getting ready and I just happened to look outside and there was a van in my driveway. And I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, maybe they're for my brother. Yeah. So I'm looking and the guy said there's three men and the one guy was like Asian or Chinese and then there was like two like American men. Yeah. And the guy said, try the back door. And I heard it. They didn't see me. But I heard the guy say, go try the back door. And I just instantly got this, like, holy crap, I'm going to be dead. Yeah, yeah. Feeling. So what do I do? I call my mom's job. Oh, my God. (laughs) I call my mom's job. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, somebody's trying to get into my house. Because at that point when I had called, they were already on my back porch knocking oh my god and i'm i'm like somebody's trying to get into my house is my mom there well the girl that i worked with like called my mom she's like somebody's trying to get into your house and my mom gets on the phone and she's like call 911 what are you calling me for and i'm like i didn't know what to do so i call i call um so i call i hang up i i call 911 she calls 911 and she calls her friend who's a cop. And within like minutes, she's flying home. I have like four cop cars in my driveway. And oh my God. the cop, I guess, stopped another van on the way coming to my house. And it was a woman driving. So he knew he got the wrong car. Yeah. Uh, the wrong car. So he says, oh, you're not who I'm looking for. It's a male. So the lady says, oh, are you looking for a van with men? 
And he says, yeah, how do you know? And he, and she said, they were at a house back there and they looked like they didn't belong there. Uh, and I was like, see, mom, see, yeah, like, yeah. you know, they didn't belong there. So the cop, like he, well, actually all like three or four of them that were here, um, they said to me, like, if you ever feel like unsafe, you call us. And I was like, but I feel bad. I said, what if it was like a religious person, like, yeah, a, like Jehovah Jehovah witnesses, you know, come and knock on our door and talk to us. I said, I would feel terrible, you know, if it was somebody like that. And the cop is like, don't ever, don't ever like. Yeah. Question. If you question have a it. weird feeling. Yeah. He's like, just call. He said, if it's a Jehovah witness or somebody trying to solve something, they'll understand. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, but I would feel totally bad. Like, and I would, they used to always come to my house and knock on my I door it, and talk but... to my grandma. My grandma would let him in and, you know, <laughs> have, I'd come home from school and she'd be like, you know, Shona, why don't you meet our new friends? Oh my you know, God, Shona. um, but like, I, I would feel so bad, you know, but I, I did learn my lesson. I don't know what they were doing there. I don't know what their intentions were. I don't think that you learned your lesson, though. That's what I, I'm <laughs> laughing to myself. Because this girl, whenever something bad happens, she doesn't call the cops. She calls me or someone else. And, like, there was one time. Like, Do you it, remember it, the lady that came up to me and she was following me? Well, that's what I'm going to say. This was this was the funniest story. Shauna is in a part of New Jersey, far away from where she lives. She's with her friend. And I'm out with my husband at a doctor's appointment. Closer to, this, closer to the city. And I get a phone call from Shauna, but I couldn't pick up, I think, because we were leaving the doctors, whatever. Then I get a text. So she calls me, lets it go to voicemail, then texts me, hey, can you please help? We're being, um, someone's following us to our car. Can you have Mike either, I, I don't know if she wrote, like, can you have Mike come here? Or can you have Mike call the cops? And I'm like, what? I'm reading, like, what the frig? Like, why is she calling me and then texting me that someone's trying to kidnap... Yeah, you said someone's trying to kidnap me, I think. Yeah. And in the time that it took her to call me, wait till my voicemail picked up, then text me, she could have been done. She could So been. she did not learn her lesson. I called her. I said, Shauna, what are you doing? What am I going to do for you? I'm like 45 minutes to an hour away from you. I don't know. Mike's a cop. I thought he could... Shauna, we would never make it in time. Call 911. <laughs> so no, Shauna has not learned her lesson. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I kind of do. I, I kind of did, I guess I could say. Um, thankfully, the lady did not kidnap me, no. obviously. Um, she, I guess her daughter was like staring at me and making comments and the lady said excuse me excuse me and i'm like yeah and of course like my friend was like you couldn't have been more ruder <laughs> and i'm like well she like caught me off guard like who follows somebody out of a store <laughs> to their car and you know what i mean yeah who does that so yeah i was scared no, i get that and totally. then like she's like excuse me excuse me and like what am i supposed to do you know yeah i thought she was like gonna ask me for money or something you know I don't know. It was very scary, but she wanted to, I guess, teach her daughter a lesson that people are born different and you have to be kind, you know, and I was just like her. I was just like her mom, you know, just born different. And, and I get it. Um, but there are 
other ways of going about uh, yeah. it. She was wrong. Um, 100%. Yeah, don't follow me out to my car. <laughs> Which was just now odd. No. Very don't scary. Don't follow her out to her car and Shauna... Call 911, don't text friends and call friends to see, hey, can you drive over here and save me from being kidnapped? <laughs> because you're going to be bye-bye one day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the one day we had we had a fire in the basement and my mom was going to a really important meeting and she's like, do not call me unless there's an emergency. So I'm like, all right. Well, she gets in the car, she gets down the road and I'm like, I think there's a fire in the basement. And Well, she answers the phone. Didn't I tell you? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, but I think there's a fire in the basement. She's like, call 911 and then they will call me. And I'm like, but I wasn't sure if it's a fire in the basement. And she's like, well, what do you mean? You don't think, you know, you're not sure. And I'm like, well, it smells like smoke, but there's no flames. And she's like, oh, my God. And she's like, I'll come right home. And I'm like, but you you said not to, you know, that you're having an important meeting. And she's like, this is an emergency. If my house is on fire, I will oh, miss it. Lord. So long story short, there was a fire in the basement. The fire trucks came. They took care of it. And it was the water heater was on fire. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, that was years ago. But And this is where I'm talking. Like, I feel like an adult. I have to be an adult. But then I'm like, You're well. You're still calling adults to I'm help still you. calling adults to help me. You <laughs> know, you like, call the police adults because they're great at helping, you know. <laughs> but then, like, you know, why would you call the police for a fire? Well, that's what you call. No, you call the fire department. No, you don't. What do you mean? Like, I, if you have a fire, you're going to call 911. My house is on fire. No one really knows the fire department's number. You know, unless unless you have a small one that you can wait on. But most times, people, they're going to call 911. And then the 911 directs the fire department to your house. So unless you have something oh, like... But the police will come too, obviously. They usually come, they come to everything. But yeah, the, you call 911. 911 is an emergency line. It's not just when you're being kidnapped in the parking lot <laughs> it's for every kind of emergency so, yeah no we uh, here you we go Shona. she is not an adult she does not know we called 911. i call my neighbor when there's a fire <laughs> well my mom did say if there's ever a fire you call will the neighbor oh my God. and you go to his house and you wait on you know outside of his porch yeah um you know always call the fire department first yes fire department or police i mean well police first for everything don't text your friends don't text your family <laughs> call 911 then they'll decipher if it's an emergency or not and they're not they might get annoyed not at you though they'll just be oh, you know i wasted my trip here but it's not it's not that's what they're supposed to do they get paid for that so just call them <laughs> Yes, I I have learned my lesson each time, you know, we saw that accident, me and my friend, a few weeks ago, and I immediately was like, let me call 911. Good. Good. <laughs> maybe I called the state police. I forget, but I have their number in my phone. Well, that's good. So, maybe put the fire department in there, too, in case you don't think you should call 911. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have their number. Okay. I don't even know if they have, I mean, I'm assuming they have a direct line, but I don't know their number. <laughs> We're going to switch gears right now, and we're going to talk to Michael Bluestein from Foreigner. He's going to be in town with Foreigner on August 7th at Bethel Woods. Looking forward to that concert. Are you going? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. They always put on a really great show. Yeah, you've told me that. Today, we have Michael Bluestein on the show. He is touring with Foreigner. He's actually their keyboardist. I'm sure we've met 
prior to uh, today. I know, you know, we've I've been backstage with you guys plenty of times every time you're at Bethel, pretty much. And you uh, you guys are coming back. And uh, what could we expect to see on uh, next week? Well, a big rock show <laughs> is heading your way. <laughs> a big rock show is heading your way with uh, a lot of hit songs, a lot of excitement, a lot of energy. We love playing Bethel Woods. I mean, classic Woodstock location, you know, part of rock history. We're yeah. psyched. Yeah, it should be. A, it'll it will be a big rockish show. A lot of hit songs. A lot of energy. A lot of fun. Hope people can make it. Yeah. Well, I know I can't wait. You guys always put on a great show. Great energy. You could feel the energy coming off the stage, and that's what I personally love about concerts and seeing you guys. Is because you could just feel the energy, and the crowd goes crazy every time. They do, and we're thankful for that. You know, it keeps us going. It's. Uh, a real exchange you know we get that energy back from them and then in turn it comes back out and just kind of multiplies so it's a wonderful thing yeah so what is the tour life like do you uh get to check out the venue i mean i know at bethel obviously you know it's a special place for musicians and they have a lot of cool things to see and a lot of history do you get to spend time at the venue or in the local towns i always try to get a little local flavor wherever I'm at. I mean, for example, we have a day off in Cleveland today. There's, of course, the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame History Museum here. And uh, I did get a chance to visit that a while back. And I always want to just sort of catch just, the, just what it feels like in whatever city or town we're in, you know, whether it's a bigger one, you know, if you're in Manhattan or you know, Paris, France, or Munich, Germany, where, where, you know, of course, that's really exciting. But then, you know, smaller places have lots of charms and surprises, too, just sort of wandering into some antique store, you know, and in rural Pennsylvania somewhere can be kind of entertaining, and you never know what you're going to find. So just try to, you know, just always try to get out and just feel like I'm part of the local community for at least the limited time that I have. Yeah. What's been the most interesting place that you've been? Well, we did go to India. Really? Uh, way back in 2010, and that was quite a trip. Yeah, we had five stops in India. That was really amazing. So I would say that was up there. Uh, we, um, are, we've been to Iceland. We went to Reykjavik, Iceland. That was a trip. It, was stay, it stayed light. But I think at one point it was light 24 hours. Wow. Or at least, you know, deep into the morning, it, it stayed light. And uh, that, yeah, that's up there. Copenhagen, Denmark's pretty amazing. We're going to South Africa a little later this year. So yeah, we're going to Tel Aviv, Israel. So we've been to some pretty exotic locales for sure. Yeah. The airplane rides, that would probably be the hardest part for me of touring. Yes, I mean, some people would say that the really long bus rides are worse. You know, the, I I don't mind the bus. And we, you know, we get a chance to sleep. We have we have bunks. So, so usually I'm fortunate that I can sleep okay on a, bu on a bus. The airplane rides, you know, it just depends. You know, there's, there are some private planes sometimes, um, definitely some longer trips. But uh, yeah, everyone's different, you know. People tolerate travel differently. Uh, at a certain point, you kind of have to get used to it, right? Because that's what we do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, 
the long plane rides i've been to denmark i've been to germany and i could not wait to get off the plane <laughs> you're a little claustrophobic yeah i mean you know i was young um and the people who we were sitting near they were just very disrespectful you know kicking the chairs and one lady uh, was doing her nails you know on, on the plane with the nail polish remover and uh, you know we were just like oh my god when is this over okay, the, i thought you were gonna i thought you were gonna throw in screaming crying baby right next to you too but no you let you left that one out no because there was none <laughs> that would have been the, that would have been the icing on the cake though but yeah you know the the food was terrible though i will i do remember that it was absolutely terrible in denmark and we thought it was tuna fish and it wasn't and i was like well this isn't chicken salad either i don't know what it is but oh yeah you got some uh, some new treats that you didn't weren't expecting you weren't bargaining for no yeah the food is you, so you just so the whole time you, you didn't find anything you liked while while you were traveling there no i think i asked for like pretzels or chips and you know you get maybe like one little tiny little bag and then you know you got to pay extra for it you know so <laughs> right. i was like forget yeah. this we are never going <laughs> to another country yeah air travel is definitely it's gotten more difficult you know i mean it's definitely and COVID exacerbated the whole problem, but it's definitely the airlines are in the airports, as you see, they're just jam packed and yeah. a lot of people traveling. You get into the summer and it just gets gets worse. Everyone's on vacation. And it's really, uh, it's not, <laughs> it's not what anyone would probably choose to do in their, their, on their spare time, in their spare time, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. I don't know if you guys are flying into New York or if you're taking the bus, but I do know a lot of flights coming into New York have been delayed or, you know, canceled. So I, I hope you guys are lucky and don't have to deal with any of that. We'll be on the bus. We're definitely, we're, we're picking up our tour bus in a few days here. So we'll definitely have our tour bus well before the show. So we'll be rolling in that way. So oh, you can't so. cancel us. Yeah, there, <laughs> there'll be no cancellation then. That's right. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, we just hope, you know, the weather is good. No thunderstorms. You know, I, I heard uh, a few weeks ago that uh, a show was delayed. So praying for good, sunny, warm weather. Yes, let's hope for that. Yeah. Not not like not like Woodstock in 69, right? Oh, that was crazy <laughs> from what I hear. Yeah. No no repeat for that. Yeah. I, <laughs> that, was the, that was the year I was born. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that I know, but we've all seen the pictures of the mud and the rain. So uh, we, uh, we'll, 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 we'll think happy thoughts and, and pray for sunshine. Have you uh, been to the museum there? I haven't. I've always wanted to go. You should go because they have like pictures all over the walls and different uh, video clips, you know, of of that whole week or weekend. It's very interesting to see, you know, they have a lot of the artists, um clothes that were on tour you know that they performed in and it's super interesting you yeah, could spend like half good. a day there though i would love to it's always a question of you know because usually we're not staying near there we're, we're coming in rolling in from somewhere else and sort of getting there in the afternoon it's kind of one of those things where i'd have to actually make it make it a destination and hang out there for a day or two because when it's during a show run it's just you know you're just kind of rolling in doing the show and then getting out of there a little time that 
you know, I've had some time to go up and look at that historic view with the plaque, you know, with the little plaque here showing yeah. the scene of the, where the show was, where, where it was. But I would love to do that. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I know you guys get there early. I don't know, you know, how it works prior to the show. Try and head up there. I'm sure they'll let you guys in. Give you a private tour and stuff. Sure, I love you. If I have time, I will, for sure. Super interesting, and they change it every year. So every year, it's something, you know, they add stuff to it. Mm, yeah. If you talk to Tom, tell him I said hello. We've stayed in touch for years, and he's retired now and uh, doing the retired thing. Yeah. Nice work if you can get it. That's great. I yeah, know. We're, we're psyched for him, Tom. Tom was quite a part of this this band and a, a, a big part of it for, for decades, really. So, yeah. you know, we, we wish him all the best and really cipher him that he's chilling out and, you know, up in his golf game and, and, and you know, just, just relaxing and enjoying some time on his own. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody needs that, especially, you know, after COVID and getting back to everything. And it's been a rough few years, so... It has been, it has been, but we're, we're psyched, we're back and we're doing it and, you know, people are coming out to shows and it's, you know, our schedule's pretty full, so we're grateful for that. Yeah, I saw you, you are pretty booked. A lot of great runs coming up, uh, you know, as I said, a lot of stuff in the States, we're doing Midwest, East Coast, but then heading over, doing some kind of interesting spots like Tel Aviv, Israel, Cape Town, South Africa, heading back to Austria for a private show. Even that we have something in Cancun. So, yeah, we're making the rounds, but hitting it pretty heavy until deep into November. Yeah, I remember Cancun. I've been there. We've done that before, too. Yeah, that's a fun spot. Oh, yes. very. It's quite the, uh, quite the vacation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you have some time off there? That's where I would want the time off. Yeah, that's not a bad place. Uh, you know, it's sort of t with, with the way my schedule went, I'm not going to end up with much extra time there. Mm -hmm. uh, just kind of, I needed to be home in LA a little more, so uh, I, I will not be there extra. I think some of the guys might be flying and doing an extra day there, but I will just be coming in and doing the show and okay. heading back to LA. And yeah, need, need need to be back home for some some things, so no extra time for me there. But that's a good one. That's a good spot to relax and enjoy that Mexican climate. Yeah, definitely. The water, Senor Frogs. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah. go out, oh, yeah, but... Sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for calling in today. Uh, everyone, Foreigner will be at Bethel Woods, our favorite place, on August 7th. If you haven't gotten tickets yet, I encourage you to do so, because it is a amazing show every time that I see Foreigner, and they are available at Ticketmaster or at BethelWoods.org, and I'm sure you can get them online at ForeignerOnline.com as well. Awesome. You definitely can. Please join us. It's going to be a rocking good time. Lots of hits, lots of energy. Come on down. And you're listening to Shauna and Lala. That is our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check us out at facebook.com slash Shauna and Lala. Check me out at facebook.com slash the Lala Marie. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Shauna and Lala and TikTok at Shauna and Lala. We will see you next week.